this? Beards have got here just in the nick of time. What does that make us? Big damn heroes, sir. Ain't we just? Merry New Year! Happy New Year. In this country, we say Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you for correcting my English with stinks. I am Nanja Ibuko, exchange student from Cameroon. <laughs> okay, like when you're at a party, you see a hot babe. Yeah. You don't wait for some other guy to go talk to her first, do you? I mean, I've never been to a party, so... Big surprise. All right, look. Striking first is about being aggressive, right? If you're not aggressive, then you're being a pussy, and you don't want to be a pussy. You want to have balls. Don't be a pussy. Hello and welcome to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM, the film and TV radio show where a handful of film enthusiasts shoot the breeze about all things film and television. I'm Marcus E. Ako and Merry New Year, everybody. Hi, I'm David Campbell. Welcome back to the show from our uh, Christmas break. Happy New Year to you. And uh, we hope you had as an enjoyable break as possible um, under the circumstances. Yeah, so uh, producer Dave, how was your how was your break? Quiet. I, um, as you know, there's no transport on Christmas Day, and I went to see my mum. So uh, I jumped on my bike and rode all the way to my mum's. Um, had some Christmas food, chatted, enjoyed a convivial drink, not too much, because I then jumped on my bike and rode all the way home again in the dark. Yeah, you don't want to be you don't want to be riding drunk, do you? Well, no, but riding my bike when when under the influence of alcohol is dodgy, to be quite honest, because you want to go faster. You do go faster because you're burning off all that alcohol, but um, your your reactions are not as great as you think they are. So you have to be careful as well. You have to remember to be careful, and also you make sure you got your lights on as well. Absolutely. Did you get to watch anything uh, over the Christmas holidays and the New Year break? To be quite honest, I looked at some of the stuff scheduled for tv and i thought oh good lord no i mean it was quite a lot of the usual suspects i mean despicable me i, I do like megamind which was on and i did enjoy that i must admit i i prefer i prefer megamind <clears throat> to despicable me but i Same guess that's here. because mm. I, I think megamind is aimed more at adults than uh, than despicable me is i mean don't get me wrong it, the three of them are good despicable this despicable me trilogy uh, Steve Carell is amazing as Gru, um, but for me, I'll I'll pick Megamind all the time. I think Will Ferrell just kills in that, and it's even even uh, what's his name, even Brad Pitt, even Brad Pitt is just is great as the as the superhero. Well, I can't remember his name, uh, the Mister Perfect type superhero. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he's he's just fantastic in that. I didn't get to see that over the Christmas though. I watched some other things which I will be which I can jump in and rave about if you're interested. Oh, go ahead, fire away. Yeah. So it wasn't over Christmas I watched this. I watched this in the new year because I was severely disappointed, as you said, with, the, with what was on TV. It was all generic stuff. But I fell back into Cobra Kai on Netflix. Now, um, for those of you who don't know Cobra Kai, it's basically a spinoff from the Karate Kid series from back in the 80s. So the Ralph Macchio uh, Karate Kid movies. That, well, we're talking just the first three. So the Ralph Macchio three, the trilogy um that's where it jumps off and it the first the three seasons of cobra kai on netflix it starts off about what 30 years after the first episode uh, the first film ends which those of you who watched the karate kid back in the day um know that the, the film the first film ends with daniel larusso uh, doing the the crane kick and knocking out uh, Johnny Lawrence, which is the the you know the representative the of Cobra Kai. Yeah, well, you say the bad, yeah. So you actually see that scene from the movie, and just as he gets knocked down and he lands on his back, it just goes fast forward thirty years, and you see a th- the the Johnny Lawrence, the same actor, uh, um, on his back, n- n- drunk, 
and you just and you see him sort of picking his life up together after 30 years afterwards and so on and it carries on all the all the main characters with the exception of obviously the um, the actor i can't remember his name who plays mr miyagi all the actors come back for this series so we've got ralph macchio coming back to play daniel larusso now who then becomes uh, the essentially they flip it on its head, right? So it's no longer about Daniel LaRusso being the good guy. It's actually structured as Daniel LaRusso being the bad guy. Someone on YouTube did a, like a hot, uh, you know, hot cuts or whatever they call it, where he framed it as what if Daniel, Daniel LaRusso in Karate Kid was actually the bad guy. And the way they frame it, it actually makes sense. Because a lot of the interaction, if you go back and watch it, a lot of the interaction actually has him being the guy who's bullying Joe, Johnny Lawrence. He's the one who comes into town. He injects himself into Johnny and what's her name's relationship, Elizabeth Shue's relationship. He, inter- he causes problems. He starts most of the fights that they have. Um, but it's, we, you know we're, we're framed to see Cobra Kai as being the bad guys. This show actually kind of posits... Um, Daniel LaRusso as the unwitting bad guy in the series. And it is amazing. 27 minutes per episode, three seasons, all the main characters come back, plus some very, very good characters that come back as well that come in. Um, Jacob Bertrand plays the character Eli Hawke. Amazing. My, one of my favorite characters in the series. Um, It is just, it's, it's, it's packed with nostalgia. It is three seasons that I binged through in, a week and so we're talking 10 episodes per season i watched 30 episodes in the space of a week and i i want that to be season four i wanted to just keep on making them just carry on making them over and over again so that's one of my recommendations for this year go and check out cobra kai on netflix they didn't actually um use the reboot for the, the story then not at all. They, but funnily enough, I think Will Smith actually produces the show because um, he's listed as one of the executive producers. But I think that's because his production company was involved in the reboot. So in the reboot, Karate Kid with um, Jackie Chan and his son, and Will Smith's son, um, Jaden. Yes. So yeah. So you know, there's the, there's that reboot that occurs, but they don't. Uh, they don't follow that. Yes, yeah, so I've just checked, and Will Smith is an executive producer on the series, um, but they don't follow that storyline. They go back to the original storyline. We're talking true fans come back and just follow. They continue the story, and throughout the show, they do a lot of um, cuts back to the film. So they bring up various scenes from the film, from the films, from the three films. Uh, so you can see, like, to give you some sense of context. So for people who are thinking, I don't need to, you know, I haven't watched the first three films, so I don't know, you know, what. You don't need to watch the three films to really enjoy it. However, if you have watched the three films, especially if you watched the three films way back when, when we were growing up, you will get that, that pang of nostalgia that is just unbelievably heartwarming. Um, and you get to watch it. And like I said, Every, when I say every, almost every character they can bring back, they bring back. It's just amazing to watch. So you're just you're literally punching the air every time there's a new reveal. Someone shows up, you're like, yes, he's back, she's back, and like, excellent. It's it's great. Um, uh, and the technical feat as well that is like you can see you can tell because originally the first couple of seasons were done by Red Tube, which I think is not Red Tube, YouTube Red. Don't confuse those two. Um, YouTube Red, um, when they were trying to get into the streaming market. So they actually did the first couple of seasons. Um, saying that, you know, low budget or whatever doesn't affect the storytelling, doesn't affect everything, anything at all. They did it very well. However, because Netflix have now acquired it and they did the third season, you can tell the Netflix money came out because the, make, the filmmakers or the, the TV show runners essentially they, they they were like you know what we've done what we need to do everything else is gravy and they pushed the boat out there's there there's there are two fight scenes in particular in the final season that you're like yes all i'm all i'm all i can say is just watch it for the house fight scene and you see it and you're like this is karate. The, the kids are amazing. I mean, young actors, unknown actors popping in. I have complaints about some of them, but I, I won't dig too much into them. 
thick. Just check it out. Hawk is my man. He's amazing. He's just the, the, the character arc across the three seasons for this one guy is just fascinating. I think they did an amazing job. Daniel LaRusso comes out, comes across as the unwitting villain where you, you're seeing it and you're like, no, I really don't like you as a person. <laughs> but still, you get his character arc as well coming through. And Johnny Lawrence, um, played by um, William Zadka, I believe is his name. Fantastic actor. I mean, I think he's just playing himself because I haven't <laughs> seen him in anything else, but okay. he's fantastic. Every time he shows up, I'll, I'll put it this way. The last episode, and I was saying this to Michael O'Maria, and Michael had watched it before I had. And so I'm tweeting him and, or texting him and messaging him as I'm watching these episodes. He's like, don't worry, this is coming up, this is coming up. And we both agreed. The last scene of the third season, it got, it got dusty in the room. When I'm not going to say what happens, but I'm telling you, the last scene of the third season, it got major dusty in the room. My eyes just, I was like, you know, somebody closed the door because dust has flown into my eyes because I'm tearing up for some reason. It it is, it's an amazing show. I think they, uh, the the, the showmakers and the producers and the cast of Cobra Kai have done an amazing job. Go check it out. It's fantastic. Um, Before you go on about Cobra Kai. I just want to pick up on something that you said before, because I didn't realize that it started as a web TV series on YouTube. And I've noticed that um, a, quite a few of Netflix shows have started as web series on YouTube and been picked up after a couple, a season or two seasons. Um, there's one called Siders that I started watching. Um, I only got through two episodes, but I could see that it was a web series because the, um, the production values aren't as brilliant as a later season where I just like chipped it, slipped in just to see what might be going. And it was like, wow, is this the same thing? So yeah. That's the thing with, that's the thing with Netflix. Kudos, kudos to Netflix. Netflix, they may not necessarily have the money, but they, they, they have money to burn. So in a sense, it's just a case where they just went, you know what, we're looking for good content. We have to take good content and just throw money at it. So yeah. And funny enough, um, I've seen that happen with a web series on Netflix or a, something, a show on Netflix, um, on YouTube, which has gone to Channel 4 and it just didn't work. So, you know, I think Netflix may have um, got the right idea about how to actually pick something up that's not being produced by them and actually put it out on the map. I have, I have a point to, to, to make about that in particular. Um, and, and yes, so you're absolutely right. I, I think I know the show you're talking about. Is it the one with the, the, bo- the boy that reviews chicken restaurants? That's the one, yeah. The one you're talking about? Yeah, so I know exactly why. Um, and that's where Netflix excels. So with the Channel 4 situation, um, and that's what happens with most TV studios and TV shows or TV stations that pick up something like that. They see something on YouTube, something that was made by you know somebody who wants to create stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And it catches fire. And what someone like Channel 4 does is they say, oh, this is really popular. We need to throw money at it, but we also need to throw our executives at it who will structure this the way it should be done, the way we want to do it. Yep, so what exactly. happens is you get these... I'm going to say stuffy white executives because that's pretty much what it is um, who will come in and sit down with the creator and say, we like what it is you've done. Here's how you're going to change it to have it shown on here. And here's the money if you want it to be done. So the creator is like, well, you're channel four and you're giving me money. So sure. I'll take your notes. I'll do what you want. And then they completely miss the point of what it is the show is about. And people who were watching the fans, loyal fans of the show are looking and saying, this wasn't what I was enjoying. I don't want to watch this. And new fans or new people who are watching the show are thinking, why is this good? I don't care about this. And they don't watch. And so it fails. Netflix, on the other hand, don't do that. Netflix are known um, for for having a very standoffish approach when it comes to creativity. They will happily pick a project, say, we like this project, we'll give you the money, you, we'll, we'll give you some money for it, to buy it straight off the bat. We won't come in and interfere. However, we keep whatever residuals happen from it. And that's why a lot of people are shy about going to Netflix because if it goes onto Netflix and it blows up, you're not going to get that money coming back to you. It's all going to Netflix. 
Um, whereas with something like Channel 4 or with Amazon, you get deals about residuals and percentage increases and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So that's the drawback. The drawback is you get your own show done on Netflix. Everyone gets to see it on Netflix. However, you don't get that money coming back because you don't. So that's the trade-off. That's the reason why those kind of shows get picked up by Netflix and they explode and they don't, they, the, the, the same doesn't happen for Channel 4. But anyway, you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. I'm David Campbell. Coming up, we've just been ranting. I was gonna, was gonna, we were gonna split this up and talk about and talk about this in the in the news section, but that's fine. We've been rambling a little bit about some stuff. Uh, coming up on the show in our spotlight section, we have radio presenter Savio Rocks from the Us People podcast, who joined us just before the new year to interview producer Dave and ask him some tough questions. Uh, which she didn't want to speak to me. She wanted to speak to you. She wanted to finish it off. But she wanted you, to. you, you kind of like edged me in. You know what? I'm not going to say anymore. You <laughs> listen to it, and you can find out for yourself, listeners. Exactly. I, I'll I'll be completely. You say I'm going to say this now because I completely deny it, and you'll I will completely deny it in a few few minutes, as you'll hear. But yes, I set that up completely to throw you under the bus to have you <laughs> answering questions. <laughs> um, much to my delight. So I've said it once, I'm not going to say it again. Uh, okay, so we, that's with the spotlight and then we'll talk about some other things afterwards, but here's film and TV news. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. I'm David Campbell. And we were going to talk a lot about Mandalorian and the Marvel series coming up and everything else is coming up in 2021. But we can keep that for another episode because we're going to just jump straight into the interview that we had with uh, radio presenter uh, Savia Rocks of the Us People podcast. She had invited me onto her show uh, I did an episode, I think that's coming out sometime this month, and we reciprocated because she had some very good questions to ask me, we, and uh, she mm-hmm. had 100, she had about 100, que- no, 99 questions that she had to ask me, and we got through four so, on, uh, on her show. So I brought her on so she could ask producer Dave some questions and, and grill him as he's the stoic, um, the, 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 he's the embodiment of mystique and mystery. So I wanted her... <laughs> to crack open his shell. And this is how that went. Hello and welcome to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And it's, it's been a long time since I've had, I've been waiting for this uh, guest to come on, but we'll introduce our guest in just a second. I'll throw it to producer Dave to introduce himself. Hello, I'm David Campbell and uh, yeah, looking forward to speaking to our next guest. Excellent. And our next guest is the host of the Us People podcast. Please tell us your name and, and I'm going to throw this at you. I know you're not prepared for this question, but I'll throw it at you. What is your favorite television show of all time? Oh, wow. Wow, you really threw it at me. Okay. Hi, guys. I'm Savia Rocks. I am the host of the Us People podcast, and I'm humbled to be here. If you were to give me my favorite all-time show, which, yeah, really, Marcus, you really did throw it at me. I'm, not- I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm only paying back the favor, because when I, I came on the I know my questions, my questions are extremely hard. <laughs> I do know that. Um, <laughs> um, oh, okay, let's go. Um, I would say different strokes. Different strokes. Oh, wow! Deep cut. Um, that's that's been the uh, Gary Coleman um eight seventies uh, TV show from way back in the day. Different strokes. What yeah. you talking about, Willis? Good call. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay, that's good. Um, now a few weeks ago, uh, Savio Rocks was uh, was. Uh, well, she, she, I really appreciate the fact that she was able. She got me onto her show, and as I mentioned on the show, it was uh, my fir- it was my first ever request to be on somebody else's show. 
right. which she had, and uh, putting everything in context, um, the invite came, uh, we're talking what, maybe um, August, September time. And yeah. we were planning saying, yes, we're going to have that show. We'll do the interview in November. And I was really excited. I was like, great. Nobody has ever invited me onto another show ever. And this is my first one. So I was like, good, I'm going to be ready for it. And literally a week before, we had Jenna Suru, friend of the podcast, uh, pretty much you, you know, friend of the show. Uh, she's the she runs the uh, she she runs the company Belle Epoque Films. She's uh, part of the Paris International Film Festival, and she has her own podcast as well. She's a film director uh, of the Golden Age. Uh, she just said, "Hey, um, would you want to come on my podcast next week?" And I'm like, uh, "Sure, okay. I guess you'll be the first person to interview me." So uh, that crown got taken away from uh, Savio Rocks only by literally a couple of days. Um, and I came on the show. I really enjoyed the show, but you threw some questions at me without preparing me for it. And uh, but you know what? I really absolutely enjoyed the show. Can you tell us for those people who? I've never heard about the Us People podcast. Tell us, what is your podcast about? Sure. So basically what I've done is I took a, to be honest with you, it took a while to set up for the Us People podcast. I was listening to podcasts and there wasn't anything particularly grabbing me about education, having a laugh and also finding about letting people tell their stories authentically about who they are. So for about six or seven months, I sat down and I graphed things out, done a spider graph as you do. I planned for a while. So the Ask People podcast is purely about people telling their stories in their way, but also helping to educate people, letting them know that they're not by themselves, that we all go through things, no matter what profession or status we have in life, we all go through things. And being able to help people understand that and help them get educated with anything that they want to do in any profession is something I find really humbling. So me being able to have the Us People podcast is a combination of, of myself helping people, but also people coming on to also help me as well because they educate me too. I, and you have, you, you bring, your podcast has been going on for a while. You've got a number of creatives who come on and they talk about uh, their, you know, how they started, their background. And you throw, as, as I experienced, some very, uh, some, some very, no, I wouldn't say out there questions. They are, they are questions on a global scale that a creative person would need to take in, into account. And those people who've listened to this show know that I barely prepare for anything. So when I showed up and you threw a few questions at me, the very first question that you threw at me, I was like, wow, we're going there? And yes, we did. We well, went the there. The thing is, Marcus, is that I actually always prepare about 100 questions for every single guest that comes on the show. I never get, obviously, I don't obviously ask all 100 questions. Um, but it's... For me, I find it amazing just to have the questions in front of me and I go with the flow of how the person feels and I go for um, also the flow of how we are connecting as two people and it flows naturally for the audience. So it makes such a beautiful podcast to be able to do it and throw the questions at people that people don't normally ask. I, I totally, I agree with that completely. Here are a couple of questions I want to ask uh, and I'm going to throw it to producer Dave. A um, couple of questions I want to, oh, did, producer Dave, you want to ask the question? I mean, I was just going to make an observation because I, I've listened to a, a few of your podcasts, Savia, and um, I, I, I would agree, just in case someone's listening to say, I would agree that it does seem that you do have prepared questions, but you tend to deviate from those questions depending on the answer you get. And I, I like that about a, a good natural interview and secondly um well the ones i've listened to it's obvious that they've had time to prepare some answers for those questions some of those questions as well that you've mm -hmm. sent them so for me it was very very entertaining to hear that you didn't send them to marcus <laughs> yeah. one of the things that usually happens to me is that i will have been be put on the spot and it will be like, Marcus, blah, 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 as he usually does. And then, it's, then he'll turn around and say, David, bang. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm deeply offended, producer David, that you would actually say, suggest that of me, uh, that you would say that to a guest on our show, that I will throw you under the bus without getting you to prepare at, at any point. I have you know said what? 
so many times and you have agreed so many times that you throw me under the bus many a time but anyway back to our guest no more <laughs> yes back to our guest you're listening to shoot the breeze on resonance 104.4 fm i'm marcus e Ako. i'm david campbell and we have as our special guest for this special episode uh, the host of the us people podcast uh, Sabia rocks. She's here with her list of questions. We're going to be talking some stuff about films, but it's just going to be a very loose episode because I've, I've wanted to get her on the show for a while. I managed to get her on the show. Now we're here. Uh, and, and uh, just, I was, if you just missed the first few minutes, I've, I was just deeply offended by producer Dave's assertion that I throw him under the bus, which I, I don't do that at all. Like for example, Savia has got some questions that she's got prepared for producer Dave. Uh, and right now where I'm going to get, I'm going to ask uh, Savia, Savia, those questions that you had from your podcast, do you have some of them ready to ask producer Dave? I sure do. If, if, if producer Dave is ready. Absolutely. I'm, uh, he's always ready. He's fine. He's producer Dave. Well, he's a professional. Uh, well, you got to let him answer. <laughs> You're answering for him. <laughs> I wonder he went under the bus last time. <laughs> uh, so producer Dave, you ready? No. <laughs> Good. Savia, fire your questions when ready. You sure? Absolutely. He's ready. He's fine. You must have, you might as well. Okay, right. So my first one for you, I'll make this one quite easy actually, which is when was the last time you ever felt you had peace in your life? A hundred percent peace in your life. Oh gosh, that was so long ago. Um uh, gosh. I think we're going back a few years. I went on holiday to um, Malta for a week or so. And I think it was the third day when I actually just calmed down. Um, work had been really, really stressful and loads of other things were going on as well uh, in, in personal life. And <clears throat> I was just on holiday and I think the weather wasn't brilliantly hot but it was warm enough and I went to a beach and sat there and chilled and all of a sudden it was just very, very calm, very, very tranquil, very, very peaceful. My mind wasn't going left, right and centre. It wasn't going, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to do this, da, 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 da. It was just very, very peaceful and it stayed like that for the rest of the day. Um, so yeah, we're going back to 2017, I think, yeah. Um, oh. And then after that, um, it's been very much a wild ride uh, ever since. So, yes. I, I was expecting to say one of, you know, the hour that we spend doing our episodes, because I think that's absolute <laughs> peace that you would have, right? Settling back, just listening to me rabbit on about random subjects and not throwing you under the bus at all. No, no, no. Whatsoever. I, I, will, I will say this very, very quickly. That hour is very, very stressful because I, <laughs> I, have, to, I have to turn around and say, moving on, Marcus, or wind <laughs> up and, you know, because if you don't keep control of Marcus, he will talk and talk and talk. I don't believe I don't believe him at all. Not hundred. Not not at all. Savio, you've you've interviewed you've you've interviewed me. Have, uh -oh. Would you say that that is something that that producer Dave, what he has just asserted, is actually true? Marcus on record or off record? It's, it's always on record. You always got to go on record. All right. So when I first met Marcus, the first thing he said to me, even before we started recording is, Safia, if you don't tell me when to stop recording or stop talking, <laughs> I'll keep on talking. So Marcus, <laughs> I'm not throwing you under a bus right now. <laughs> you're, you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm David Campbell, loving this. <laughs> and we, we have with us the host of the Us People podcast, Savio Rocks. This is a very special bonus episode that we're doing. Uh, and we, uh, we, you know, just because I know a lot of people tune into this show, obviously to hear the banter between myself and producer Dave, uh, as well as to get our, you know, our takes. Me just as a, as a supplementary bonus, they get our takes on some of our favorite TV shows and films. Moving on, Marcus. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to, I want to lead to ask our guest, uh, Savio Rocks, uh, some of your favorite TV shows. Now, you've already said your favorite TV show is, uh, is uh, Different Strokes. What is, what is one of your, uh, what is a TV show that you have seen recently that you would like to talk about that really grabbed you and you want to talk about? 
have you seen um is it green sleeves am i correct by saying uh, gr- is it green green leaf green leaf that's yes on on netflix with um keith yeah. david yes so, so i i literally it's hard to find time for me to actually watch movies and and, and i'm so glad that you brought me on the show to talk about them because it made me actually want to watch more TV shows, watch more movies. So I spent a whole week <laughs> going through different movies that I've actually liked and watched a lot more. So Greenleaf is definitely one I finished only about a week ago. Now, I know that it's like three seasons on Netflix. It's one that has always popped up in my recommended queue, but I haven't had a chance to watch it, mainly because I, I really love Keith David and everything he does. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you recognize him from films such as uh, They Live or um, Armageddon um, and so on. You, whenever he pops up, you recognize him instantly. Tell us, yeah. what, is, what is the TV show about? Oh, okay. If anybody is a churchgoer, basically it's about the background of people of what they do in church <laughs> that we think... <laughs> Uh, doesn't no way we don't always know what goes on in church we just go there to praise the lord apparently but <laughs> other than that they go through the political side of the bad things that happen in church and how one family can gain so much within the church environment um from gaining from the humble people that do go in church to praise the lord but whereas they're gaining buying big houses and the scandal behind all of this so basically basically you're watching all the scandal behind what really goes on behind church doors yeah actually, and i was i was mistaken it's not three seasons it's five seasons it's five actually seasons. yeah it's five yeah. seasons yeah. and and you're right there's a tie it's it's tying in because it's it's about this uh this you know they run a mega church they they tend not to be that popular in in europe and the uk but in america they are they're big business so it's like you these massive churches uh, and it's about this family that runs that church and and a lot of my a lot of my oh, i say family the, the family that uh, one side of my family, they really go to church, really enjoy that type of drama, have been prompted, like sort of, they've been trying to push me to watch the show and I do want to watch it. I will, in fact, it came back onto my radar because you sent me a list of some of the TV shows that you like watching and that was one of them that's on there, which is great. And I want to get to, we'll talk to you a little bit more about some of the TV shows that you enjoy watching and maybe we'll move into movies. But before we do that, I would be interested if you have another question for producer Dave that we can oh. throw at him. Okay, producer Dave, you ready? Yeah, sure. Fire away. If I left you on a desert island, let's say St. Lucia, for instance, okay? If I left you on a desert island, what one president would you take, one activist, and one musician would you take to have a conversation with? President? Um, That would be Obama, because he's a very, very interesting person. And there is a lot that I would learn from him. Um, you didn't say alive or dead, um, so I just said yeah. 42, alive. But um, if it was, hmm. you see, you know, if I could choose between the two, it, it would be difficult because I, there's also um, Nelson Mandela as well, ex-president. But um, alive, it would be definitely um, Obama. Musician, did you say? Yeah, one musician, yeah, alive or dead. <clears throat> alive or dead. Oh gosh, <laughs> that one's difficult because um, my musical taste spans so many different bits and pieces. Um, I mean, I love, <clears throat> love, love Donna Summer. Um, I do like David Bowie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would actually plump for Marvin Gaye. That's a good one, actually. I haven't heard anybody say that on my show. Marvin Gaye, there, there's a lot to him. Um, and also, I'd be nosy as well to find out exactly what happened with his dad. But, um, yeah. Yeah. There would be, be a lot lot to be said about that man. There's a lot go- There was a lot going on with him that have we've only had snippets of, and I would love to talk to him about that. And what was the third... third one as well. You said president, musician. President, one musician and one activist. And one activist. Mm-hmm. Oh, now that one's difficult. Mm. 
I'll have to think about that one and come back. None okay. spring to my head, <laughs> to be quite honest. None spring to mind at this present moment in time. Um, hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll ask for a um, thinking time on that one. It, it's okay. I'll chase, I'll chase him up and maybe on a future episode, I'll, I'll, I'll remind him of the question. I'll say, so that activist that you, uh, you forgot yeah. to bring on the desert island with you, who, who was it? I'll keep asking him every episode until he gives us an, an answer. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, listening to, you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Akko. I'm David Campbell. And we have a very special bonus episode today, uh, which is uh, with our guest, the host of the Us People podcast, uh, Savia Rocks. Definitely go check it out. You can get it on any of your uh, podcast catching uh, devices. It's, it, it's a podcast that interviews creatives and asks them such existential questions that you get to deep, uh, dig deep in, into the lives of uh, a lot of creative people and see how they think and come up with creative solutions to our world uh, problems. It sounds, it's, it is great. I had the opportunity to be one of the uh, interviewees on Savia's show. Um, I, I don't know when it's going to be on. Savia, did you know when that episode is going to be on? It would definitely be. See, season one, I've been humbled to know that season one is now finished, but Marcus will definitely be on season two. Yeah, I'm out in, in January. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, when we get the opportunity to, we, as soon as as soon as it, we know it's coming out, let me know. I will put it all over our social media so people can. Anyway, will say, why do I want to go to another podcast to listen to Marcus? I can. I, I'm already tied to this one. I don't need to have another one where I can <laughs> I go and listen to him ramble on about random stuff. But you know, if you want to, feel free to do that. Uh, David, appreciate David has a question for Savia. Yeah, David, I've got a question for you. And sure. um, there's two questions actually. It's two parts. The first part is really easy. The second part you're gonna you might find difficult. Firstly, how many episodes in your first season? Wow. Okay, that's a good question, actually. So that's the easy one. Yeah, that is the easy one. So so far it's about forty. So far, I'm rounding it off to around forty. Right. And the second question is, which one was your most favorite episode? <laughs> that's a good no, question <laughs> every 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 guest of Savia is like tuning in right now it's like uh, yeah 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 oh, go on okay right so this is where it gets oh do you know who I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say I enjoy okay there's a tie but yeah it's a 40-way tie. Yeah, but the reason why I'm going to say this person is because this person has such a beautiful aura in wanting to help people be the best that they can be. So if you've ever listened to the Us People podcast and you go into the podcast, her name is Joy Langley. She's a therapist. There are a lot of things that have gone on in her life and she has decided to become a therapist because she loves what she's doing, but also to help creative people become the best that they can be. And um, she's been through a lot through herself. Obviously, I can't digulge in, in, in telling the whole story right now, but um, I think she's been one of the best people I've ever had on the podcast with a long line of other people, but she's definitely been one of my best so far. And in fact, I, I do have, I have a meeting with Joy Langley pretty soon coming up. So it's, uh, I'll be extending your greetings to Joy and saying that Savia has no nominated you as her favorite guest on the show. Uh, <laughs> completely. It's like all the other 40 people, you can immediately delete all their episodes. Just keep the episodes <laughs> that Joy has, because that's the one episode that is the best of the us people. No, no, of, of course. You're that's so mean right one. now, Marcus. That's in season one. When season two oh. comes in, there's going to be a, a, a tie oh. with somebody else. But yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's the hardest thing is, is, okay, Dave asked me, you know, how many podcasts have I done just in this episode? But he didn't ask me how many have I done in a year? And if I had to say that one, that would be even harder. So you've done, so you've done more podcasts as in part of the Us People podcast or other podcasts as well? No, part of the Us People podcast is just okay. that it's been out. I've done 128 podcasts in 10 months. Wow, that is impressive. So I'm really glad that I asked the question, 
in this season. <laughs> yeah, you narrowed it down for her. Yeah. Uh, all right. So I've, I've got. A, we'll we'll wrap it up with two questions. One going back to Savia, and then one from Savia to producer Dave. Um, so Savia, the question I wanted to ask is actually let's start with your question to producer Dave first. No, no, no. And then I'll, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I think it's time that Savia asked you a question. Oh, no, no, no. I do the have reason, one, Marcus, and I didn't ask it to you yeah, last time. Because this Here's is Shoot the Breeze, and she's not asked you any questions on Shoot the Breeze. So it's now nice. your turn. She's asked me but, two, two, yeah. two, get one. Your turn. There is a specific reason why I haven't asked Savia to ask me questions on this episode. The no, she's asking, is... I'm asking her to ask you questions. Oh, you're asking her to ask. Okay, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Here's, 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 here's what I'm going to I'll, I'll say. Um, the reason why I didn't want her to ask me questions is because she, uh, Savia has already asked me some very good questions on her podcast, and I wanted to drive people to the Us People podcast to listen to the questions that she asked to me. However, well, let's put it to our guest. Uh, Savia Rocks, would you like to ask me, you know, insignificant me, a question, you know, that I would ramble on about random stuff, or would you want to ask the uh, the erudite, intelligent producer Dave a question to find, you know, the, the, the could un, could unravel the mysteries of of time, peace, and the world to be able to get an answer from? Who would you want to go with? You know, I'm going to ask you a question, Marcus. Oh, okay, fine. <laughs> Let's go for it then. I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you question 14 or question 35. Let's go with question 14. All right. What is your biggest regret in life? Um, here is the thing. I, I, okay, I'm going to keep it concise. I don't have regrets. The reason why I don't have regrets is I, I, I live with, a, with an idea, ideology that if there's something that you really want to do, do it because you, you, you know, that way you're less likely to have regret. If, 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 it turns out, if it turns out terribly, then yeah, maybe you shouldn't have done it, but at least you, know, you will never regret the fact that you didn't try it. That's what I always, you know, and that it's, it goes hand in hand with the ideology I have, which is always, you know, do whatever you can live with. Do think about something. If you can live with it, do it. That's one of the reasons why I tend not to have too many regrets. Plus, uh, you know, if, if you live with that philosophy or that ideology, in my opinion, anyway, if you have something that's there and you want to do it, and you decide, you know what, maybe this is the reason why I don't want to do it, and you don't do it, if it turns out that you should have done it, at least you can live with the fact that, you know, the reason why you chose not to do it, you can live with that. That's the reason why I do that. However, to answer your question about biggest regret, um, the biggest regret I would say, that I can think of right off the top of my head, would be uh, when I was back at university, having the opportunity to be able to make films, I, I had an opportunity to dive in, make my films, and I sort of, I half-assed it, if you will. It, you know, I, I went in, there was a project I was working on. The regret that I had was that I didn't step up and just say, you know what, this is my opportunity where it's university, I'm living, not free, but, you know, free from a lot of responsibility. I should have just charged into it. If, the, if I could go back in time and do anything, if I land back at that point, that's what I would do. I would go in it. There are other tiny, tiny little missed opportunities along the way that I can think of, but I don't regret them. You know, they're like, ooh, that'd be great, you know. And those people, I'd say a lot of it is to do with, a lot of it is to do with either money or girls, obviously. But, you know, it's not, it's not a big enough regret that I'm like, I'm crying in my bed that, oh, you know, that girl asked me, asked me out and the... 30 something year old me is looking at that interaction and saying, dude, what were you thinking? You could have gone in the other direction. And instead I was like, no, it's okay. I'm going to go home now. And they, you know, there are those tiny, tiny little things. I wouldn't call them regrets. I'll call them missed opportunities that every now and again, to pop into your head and you're like, eh, okay. But you know, it's not a big regret, but that's the reason why I don't have big regrets because every choice I make, I think about it. And I say, look, can I live with the outcome? If I can live with the outcome, go for it. And I do it. And so when I then, if it doesn't turn out well, if it doesn't turn out great, that's not a problem because at the end of the day, I can still live with myself for that. So that's why. I like that. See, that's 
Ramble, mm. rambled answer, and produce Dave. See, it's easy. I don't know what you're you're trying to avoid. It's it's it's, it's easy to answer Xavier <laughs> Rock's questions. It's just it's, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm trying to avoid. I mean, you spent you spent two minutes trying to get out of answering the question. Well, that's just because I had this idea of the structure because it. I was trying to promote Savio Rock's channel, the the Us People podcast. You did, and she's already. I I did. I'm sorry. You did by answering the question. I did. That's true. But that's just one of the questions. So you get a flavor of how I how I answered a lot of the questions. As uh, Savio, you mentioned that you had like you you told me on on the podcast itself you had ninety eight questions. Uh, the, or you said now 100, but you know, you told me 98 questions that you had, and uh, we we spoke for about an hour and 15 minutes ish. And how many questions did I manage to get through? Uh, two, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was more than two, it was about four, <laughs> but it was still, it was, it was still, you know, it was maybe five. That was a, that was about it. But uh, yeah. So uh, Savia, if people want to, let's say you know we're gonna go on uh, on podcasts. We're gonna try and find the Us People podcast. How else can people reach you? Yeah, sure. They can find us on um, any platform you like on Spotify, Instagram. Um, you can find us literally everywhere. All you need to do is type in the Us People podcast. You can type in also Savio Rocks. You can also find it on the website, which is www.savio.rocks. Or you can, yeah, simply go on any platform that you prefer listening to. And I'll be there. We'll be there. The Us People podcast would definitely be there. Fantastic. We're going to try and get David, producer Dave, to be on your show. And this time, no dodging. I won't even be there. Well, I'll be there to put the gun to his head so that he has to answer the questions because he obviously doesn't want to. He's, he likes being that elusive, mysterious, you know, figure in the background. Okay. I'm, really, I'm, I'm really kind when it comes to, to people coming on the podcast because without them, I wouldn't have one. So it's just the questions that I throw and I give them a chance. You hear that, producer Dave? Next time we're getting you on, on, on the Us People podcast. You notice how he's trying to shoehorn me into, back me into a corner there. I do. I realise that. How, how much? I, I honestly, this is, it's, 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 it's not an, it's, it's just, it's slanderous. This is slander. Hey, if you do with Marcus, you can do it with anything. They, 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 would, they would know this is, this is uh, him <laughs> really working. <laughs> I, I do not know what you speak of, Producer Dave. Uh, Savio Rocks, we want to say thank you very much for joining us on this episode of uh, Shoot the Breeze. And you are welcome back anytime with more questions that you want to ask uh, Producer Dave or when we, when we can get our, our co-host, Laura Sampson, back in the studio with us. I'd love you to ask her some questions. She's a oh, brilliant okay. storyteller. She'll be able to answer your questions better than I can. Thank you so much. And that was our interview with Savio Rocks. Um, yes, yes. Um, uh, I, that, was, that was my interview with Savio Rocks. <laughs> hey, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed every single minute of it. So, yes, uh, we're going we're, we're gonna to get her back so she can grill you some more and, uh, and ask you some more questions. Some nice, tough philosophical questions. Um, we're not going to do top five favorite this, this week. Uh, we'll probably introduce that later on in the season it's it's 2021 we're jumping in we and we have a ton a ton as long as we're given the opportunity to keep airing on resonance 104.4 fm thank you uh by the way to resonance 104.4 fm for keeping us back on their airwaves um we have a lot of things to come up to talk about over the next few weeks um i'm just going to give you a quick run through uh, I know, uh, Producer Dave, you've already been keeping an eye on some of the movies that are coming out, but here are some of the things that we're going to be doing on the shows coming forward. One of the next episodes that we'll have, we'll be interviewing uh, one of the writers on uh, Steve McQueen's TV series, Small Axe. Uh, his name is Courtier Newland. He's got a new book coming out called A River Called Time. Uh, he's been on my pod, my um, YouTube channel, The Idiot on the Writer's Block, giving me advice on how to write my own fiction novel. He's going to be joining us next week. Uh, we'll interview him about his new book, as well as him writing for Stephen Queen's uh, uh, TV show. Uh, his episode is Lover's Rock. Great episode in that. Uh, we're also going to be teaming up with a friend of the show, um, repeat guest, Jenna Suru, who's running the... Uh, Paris International Film Festival. Over the next few weeks, we're going to have interviews with a lot of the filmmakers that are going to be showing up on 
her in that film festival. So you're going to hear about tons of films that are making your making their way into those festivals and possibly making it to your screens at some point. Uh, and we're going to be just getting more people coming in. We've got uh, f- f- fan favorites from the past who want to come back on to talk about their projects. We've got new filmmakers who are coming in want to talk about their their projects. So we know we like we'll have updates from people like Bijang Tong, Tom Patton. Um, uh, we'll jump back and speak to uh, Tom Be- Beasley. We'll talk to uh, um, the the crew behind uh, This Is Love. They're, they're doing another music documentary and they'll be coming back to talk to us uh, about the daughter of Lou, uh, Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, Lil Satchmo. Uh, but all of that is going to be coming in this first quarter of 2021. Uh, but you know, rather me ranting all about all that stuff, just say, Thank you all very much for joining us, coming back to listen to us. This has been Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I've been Marcus E. Ako. And I'm still David Campbell. Saying thank you all very much for sticking to uh, sticking with us. We'll see you next week. Well, we'll you'll hear us next week. Let's yeah, you'll it. hear us next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can stick to us. You can stick with us. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, we can also right. get those guys back who's doing um, When the Screaming Starts. Oh, of course. When the screaming start, of course, we're going to get them back in. Um, they they will come in, and Konoburu Konoburu will come in and tell us how that that project is going. We've got we've got tons of people who come back. Over the, the, our our schedule is jam packed, so we're going to have tons of interviews and tons of people. We'll be bringing you a lot of lovely film news over the next few weeks. Just stay tuned to us. Okay. See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.